0: Surprise! We have a bonus episode for all of you today, and it goes right along with many of the topics that we've been discussing on the show these past few weeks, particularly managing your time and schedule and being more intentional with your mornings. Today, we're going to be talking about getting ready for the day. Now, any of you who follow me on Instagram know that I am not exactly a beauty queen. I'm totally willing to hop on stories without any makeup. I'm often still in yoga pants, unshowered at like three o'clock in the afternoon. But I have definitely noticed that when I shower and get ready for the day, I have an extra little bounce of energy and confidence as I go about my day. Now, is doing my hair and putting on a little makeup essential to me doing good work as a mother or as a podcaster? Of course not. And I want to make that clear before we head into this episode. I can be a good mother regardless of what I look like on any given day. But sometimes it is such a simple thing that I can do for me to feel a little bit more like a human and less like a human Kleenex or a human jungle gym like my kids think I am. I once heard self-care defined as things we do for ourselves that no one else can do for us. So things like cultivating friendships and getting enough sleep. No one else can do those things for us. And that is true self-care. And I think that getting ready for the day is honestly the simplest form of that type of self-care. Because no one is going to push you into the shower and and soap you up, and force cute clothes on you, and blow dry your hair for you as a mom. They're just not. But if this is something that you value, that makes you feel a little more grounded, and whole, and human in the midst of motherhood mayhem, you can take time every day to do it, even if you are in a super busy stage of motherhood. And today, our guest is going to teach us how, and how to make the process of getting ready for the day even easier easier for busy moms. This is episode 65, Getting Ready for the Day, the Easiest Form of Self-Care. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast for moms who want to create more meaning in motherhood. Each 30-minute episode will feature three doable takeaways for you to try at home with your family this week. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to be interviewing Allison Lombatis today. She is a mother of three. She is the founder of a business called Get Your Pretty On. I love their goal that they have on their website says is to change the way women feel about themselves forever. We believe every woman, no matter their size, age, ethnicity, or budget deserves to feel pretty. So Allison, thank you so much for coming on 3 and 30. Thank you for having me, Rachel. And we are going to be talking a lot today about how having a simple daily routine for getting ready is the easiest form of self-care. It's available to every mom every day. She doesn't have to go to the spa. She can just spend a little bit of time getting ready for the day. I was wondering if you could start off by telling us your experience and how that led to starting your business.
1: Sure. (laughs) So, uh, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, right? And I fell into what I now call my yoga pants mom rut um, about six years ago. And I had gotten the opportunity to work from home, which was great in every possible way. But I started noticing something I no longer had a routine or any accountability for getting dressed and putting on makeup and going into the office in the morning. So what I started to do was I would sleep in until it was time to get the kids up and then wake them up, make breakfast, make lunches, and just kind of dive into my work day. Well, mm-hmm. the issue with that is I, I every day would think, okay, well, I'll just throw on some yoga pants and a t-shirt now. And then later on this afternoon, I'll get a shower and you know get dressed and ready for the day well that never happened. <laughs> and the problem was I wasn't even doing yoga. I was just putting on whatever was comfortable and easy in the mornings and going throughout the day and you know, staying in that all day. So mm-hmm. the funny thing about that was I I noticed some other things that started happening. It was kind of like the snowball effect of just not making myself a priority, you know, self-care really started to go downhill and I couldn't really pl- put my finger on what was happening. Uh, But I did know one thing, like this one tangible thing that I could do differently was start getting dressed again every day. And so Mm. that's really where I started with this was, you know, trying to find some outfits that were cute and comfortable and worked for my new uh, work from home. Lifestyle. I no longer needed the corporate outfits, the dresses and pencil skirts and blouses and heels and all that stuff, but that's all I had in my closet. So I had to start this journey of figuring out, you know, what works for my lifestyle now and how do I pair these pieces up? And really, that's how the idea for Get Your Pretty On was born. I was not a blogger, but I started the blog as my accountability partner because I thought, hey, if I'm taking pictures of these outfits and uh, learning this information, then maybe this is going to be something that's use- useful to other moms too who are in the same situation who aren't quite sure, you know, what does this phase of my life look like style wise and what is going to work for my lifestyle. And this was all back in 2012. So there weren't a lot of fashion blogs out there at the time. And the ones that were out there were really just geared toward high fashion designer, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that just was not applicable to my daily life or you know, my target run, <laughs> which is basically the reason why I was getting dressed every day. So mm-hmm. uh, that's really how Get Your Pretty On got started. And um, and it caught on organically because there were a lot of women out there, especially at that time that were looking for resources like this and just not finding them. And um, it's been quite a journey, quite a ride. I'm still learning what I'm, you know, still sharing what I'm learning, still on the journey with with everyone along with me. I don't consider myself a fashionista or high style by any stretch of the imagination but you know my goal is to make getting dressed the easiest thing that you're going to do all day.
0: Yeah, and and it, m- it just makes you feel great. I'm actually laughing as you describe your life 6 years ago because that's kind of my reality now. I'm like sitting here looking <laughs> at, in at my yoga pants and my t-shirt that I'm wearing at this moment. Um because I work from home as well and exactly what you described happens. I'm like, well, I'm going to go exercise in a little bit. So I don't want to get ready now. I'll get to it later. I dive into my workday and then I never exercise and I never end up getting ready. And it just doesn't feel good. So I kind of
1: have a dirty little secret. I'm wearing my yoga pants and t-shirt right now too. And I (laughs) I do still start my days like that. And you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The issue is when we run into not having that routine in place and saying, okay, I am definitely going to carve out some time this afternoon, you know, after I work out to finish the steps that I need to get ready for the day. And, you know, that's really leading into my first takeaway, which is keeping hours is key. Um, Mm -hmm. It all starts with scheduling. And I think, you know, a lot of us lose that whenever we become moms because we're at the mercy of these little people and their schedules all the time. And we sort of forget that we are still in control and we're still the boss of our time. Uh, to an extent. (laughs) So really, you know, just being intentional about your time in the day is so important. One of the things that I started doing that made all the difference in the world is I started having a daily routine and I get up an hour before everybody else, which I know seems it's probably a stretch for a lot of moms, especially if you have a baby waking you up at night or whatever. If you can't do it in the morning, then Maybe carve out 15 minutes at night before you go to bed. But one of the things that I do is I write out a daily schedule of things that I want to do, and I do it on an hourly basis because I feel like that's what's going to keep me on track. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And and I schedule in things in there like this is when I'm getting showered and getting ready, and you know just 30 minutes to focus on that and having some really good systems in place. For instance, um, you know maybe you wash your hair the night before so that it's just styled you know brushed and styled whenever you need to get ready the next day or having a five minute makeup routine maybe where you put on some moisturizer with sunblock and um you know a little bit of concealer and some mascara anything that just kind of brightens up your face a little bit. And then having these outfits in place, the outfit formulas, I'm a big proponent of having uniforms, which we will get into (laughs) a little bit later. But um, just something that really helps you have that routine and makes getting dressed every day super easy. And something that you're not dreading or knowing that I'm going to walk into my closet and this isn't going to take me, it's not going to take me 30 minutes to get ready. It's going to take me 30 minutes to pick an outfit. (laughs) So, you know, just having, having what you need in there and knowing how to pair it up is absolutely key. But I honestly believe that all of this starts with having the routine in place upfront.
0: Yeah. keeping hours. So, so I'm kind of envisioning it kind of like a block schedule where you lay Mm -hmm. out your day and you say like, this hour of the day is going to be spent getting ready, this hour of the day is gonna be spent on this work project and so forth. Is that is that how you lay it all out?
1: Absolutely, yes. I start, you know, my day at 6 a.m. and then I write it out. I don't use a fancy planner or calendar. If you're, you know, into that kind of thing, then absolutely you can do it that way. But I just I do the old fashioned method of writing out every hour of the day. And then taking a look at my weekly schedule and saying, okay, well, these are the things I want to accomplish this week. And, you know, with my business, if I have calls and things like that, then I can schedule those into the blocks. But definitely at least focusing 30 minutes of that day on yourself, wherever you can fit that in. You know, if you have a little one at home and, you know, nap schedules, um, you know, that's, that's definitely key. Maybe that's, a place in your day if you have two naps a day where you schedule in some errands that you want to get done or, you know, some tasks around the house, and then you schedule in another block that is specifically for getting ready and and getting dressed.
0: And I found that I am willing to, I mean, we try to limit screen time in our house, but It's important enough for me to have alone time when I'm getting ready and not have small children at my feet, grabbing my makeup, pulling my curling iron down, doing all those things that (laughs) I'm like, that is a time when I will utilize, like they get their half an hour of show while Mm -hmm. I get ready by myself and listen to a podcast. And that's become like a really enriching part that I look forward to, of just having that little bit of alone time to listen to something that, lifts me up while I'm getting ready for the day. Yeah,
1: that's so important. And, and that's definitely a great strategic use for screen time.
0: <laughs> yes. It's
1: just amazing how much different, how much more motivated. And studies have proven this, that whenever we feel good about our appearance and when we take that little bit of time to focus on ourselves, it totally affects all areas of our lives it affects our marriages you know it affects how effective we can be as parents and i have truly seen the magic of this working in my own life so and definitely speak to the fact that that it's pretty powerful stuff
0: yeah i agree i've seen it in my own life as well and then what is your second takeaway My second one is
1: putting on an outfit
0: you love is
1: just as easy as putting on yoga pants. You just really have to have the right pieces in your closet. uh, And that's the tricky part, (laughs) right? So, Mm. you know, I really recommend that every woman kind of start with an inventory of what she already has, because a lot of times you'll be surprised that you really do have a lot of things in your closet that maybe you're just not wearing and they're staple pieces that stay in style, classic items uh, that you can wear year after year. So I always start with, and and my audience hates me for this, but I always tell them you've got to clean out your closet because if you don't know what you have, then you really don't know what you need. Mm -hmm. So I encourage women to take everything out of the closet, you know, just carve out some time one afternoon this week. And it truly shouldn't take you a terribly long amount of time. And once you do this the first time, it's so much easier each time you do it after that. But take everything out and label some boxes. You know, I like to label mine cash, stash, and trash. And those are the three categories that everything goes into. So you're going to put the things to the side that you want to keep that still fit you, that are still in style, that are in great shape. And then everything else is going to go into one of those boxes. So the cash box will be things that you can either donate or sell. Um, So these are items that are still in fairly decent condition and you feel that, you know, you could either pass on to someone else or you can in some way sell. Uh, The stash box is going to be a box of items that you're not really sure about, but you're not Committed to getting rid of just yet. Mm. Um, and that one you can put into storage somewhere. You know, maybe you move it up to your attic or you put it into an empty closet until you're absolutely sure that you don't want anything in that box. What usually happens with that box for me is that six months, a year down the road, I run into it, I go through it again and think, gosh, I haven't missed any of the pieces in this box. It's time for it to go to donations now. Yes. And then the trash box is going to be anything that is stained or ripped or just like that cannot be reused so a lot Mm -hmm. of times i'll take you know old t-shirts and things like that and my husband will go through the trash box and pull them out because he uses them to clean the cars but yeah so once you have all of your boxes all of your categories created then you're going to put the things back in your closet that you actually have and i'm going to tell you the first time you do this it is going to scare you because we only wear about 20 percent of what's in our closets. So if you're mm. only putting the things back in there that you're wearing, you're going to feel like you have no clothes at all. But <laughs> <laughs> technically, those are the pieces you're already wearing. So it's just an illusion when we keep all of that stuff in our closets that we have so many clothes, but if you're not wearing them then, you know what good are they? Yeah. At that point.
0: And I have a personal experience with this. I have a friend who's a professional organizer, and she came and helped me do this whole process over Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I had never taken everything out of my closet. I'd always just thumbed Mm -hmm. through it and been like, I still like that, I still like that, you know, and left it in. But when she had me take everything out, it became so much more deliberate what was worth putting back in. Like, do I actually wear this or not? And um, we got rid of so much stuff. I just hung my like five shirts that I actually wear back in the closet. (laughs) And it did. It looked so empty, but it felt great, actually. But then what was interesting is that I, I have a woman who comes and helps me clean twice a month. And when she came and she saw my newly purged out closet. She was like horrified. She was like, what are you going to wear? And I was like, I'm going to (laughs) wear these five shirts. And she's like, really? I'm like, yes. Like I'm going to rotate these five shirts because that's all I was wearing anyway. But it Mm -hmm. just was looked like I had more. So anyway, I can really, I just recently had this experience that I can really attest to this process and how good it feels to get it down to what you actually wear.
1: Yes, it does. And and I I mean, it's it just it's it's so eye-opening too, you know. Like you said, you have five shirts that you wear. And I'm sure if I went through my closet right now, even though I try to curate it every season, um, there's still some things that I can get rid of in there. But um I think it also simplifies life a little bit, you know, mm. decision fatigue is real. And I read somewhere that we make upwards of thirty-five thousand decisions a day, which is absolutely insane. Like I can't even process that. But Uh, You know, walking in there and seeing all that stuff is is another form of using up our bandwidth. And Mm -hmm. when you walk in there and see, these are the things that I actually wear and love. They fit me well. They're, you know, there's classic pieces in there that that are going to stay in style. They're in good condition. I can pair them up in more than one way. I feel good when I wear it. It fits me well. It's, it's. It lifts some of that stress off our shoulders and makes that portion of our lives just a little bit easier.
0: Yes. And so then once you have this closet that's full of staples that you really love, it goes back to this takeaway of yours that it's just as easy to pull on those staples as it is to pull on yoga pants or something else.
1: Yes, definitely. And that's kind of what leads into my third takeaway. Have some go-to outfit formulas or what I call uniforms. (laughs) Um, You know, having the go-to formulas ensures that you never walk into your closet not knowing what to wear. One of the things that I recommend that women do is when you find some formulas or uniforms that you like to snap pictures of those and keep them in an album on your phone, you can – Once your closet's completely cleaned out, I recommend that you pull out some of your favorite pieces and then you play a little game. We lay them out on the floor and pair them up or on the bed, however you want to do this, and pair them up in as many ways as you can possibly think of and then take a picture of each of these different outfit pairings so that if you're ever stumped for what to wear, then you can open this album on your phone and you can see immediately, oh gosh, I can pair this up in this way or this way. Or if you feel really great in an outfit that you're wearing, then then snap a mirror selfie of that one and put it in the album too. That way you always have this inspiration, this well of inspiration to go back to and it makes it super easy. So, you know, you don't have to walk in your closet and wander around and, and go through the pieces in there. You've got uh, these go-to outfit formulas already ready. And by the way, this also works really well for vacations. Um, I like to create small capsule wardrobes when we go on vacation because I'm I'm a minimalist packer. So I take pictures of my different outfit combos before we go on vacation and I even do it for my kids. And like we all know what we're wearing Uh, and it just takes another decision out of the mix and we get to relax and not have to worry about that.
0: You don't have to pack as many clothes, right? Because you know that yes. you're going to rewear them in these various ways in these different outfits.
1: Exactly. And we always try to stay somewhere that has a washer and dryer <laughs> yeah. so that we can make sure that we have clean clothes the whole time. But yeah, I really, I recommend finding a few daily outfit uni- uniforms or formulas that work for your lifestyle. And, you know, and it's, it's really up to the individual to find the uniform that's going to work best for your daily life and activities. But once you have it, it should be super easy to replicate. So some examples are, I know a lot of moms nowadays are wearing leggings with long tops and slip on sneakers and then maybe some cute accessories. Uh, You know, that's a great outfit formula that you can just swap out your tops or swap out your leggings and have, you know, that go to formula. Another Mm -hmm. one of my favorites is, you know, skinny jeans with some ballet flats, comfortable ballet flats with a T-shirt and a cardigan layered over that. Again, you can add. Accessories to bring it up a notch if you need to, you know, to go out to lunch with your friends, or a, a printed scarf or something that can kind of bring it all together, or you can just keep it as is because it's, that's a great outfit around the house for, you know, doing basically anything. I think I wear the same date night outfit every single time. <laughs> I just kind mm-hmm. of swap out the tops. I have a pair of either dark wash or black skinny jeans with a Mm -hmm. little bit of stretch in them because I think they're universally flattering. I've gotten a lot of flack through the years on that until women have come around on it and have been total converts, but really just a pair of dark wash jeans that fit you really, really well. You can pair those up with blouses and a pair of heels or ankle boots or even some cute embellished flats and some accessories, and you instantly have a date night look that is gonna work for just about any event where you don't have to be super dressed up.
0: I love that, and it can be... It's, you know, you don't have to change your entire outfit from what you were doing earlier in the day. You just add a few accessories or swap out your shirt and, and you're ready to go. So that's really easy. Yep. Just swap
1: out the footwear and yeah, and and the top, and you are good to go.
0: How do you feel about like sometimes if I find a great shirt, I'll buy it in like three colors because I love the shirt. Is that a fashion no-no or is that okay? No,
1: that that is a fashion secret that you are. (laughs) I'm so happy that you shared. No, that's that's great. Yes, and I totally am all for buying multiples of things that work for you, and really that's what makes the outfit formula work because then you can insert the shirt into the formula and that's what's swapping it out and making it different yet you're still sticking to your basic uniform.
0: Yes. Well, that's so so great to know. Um, I feel like these three tips will really help to eliminate decision fatigue for moms and help them to just see that it is so much easier than we sometimes think to just get some basic self-care and to feel really great about you know, in our skin every day. So thank you so much for sharing those. And can you recap them for us one final time?
1: Absolutely. So my first takeaway is keeping hours is key. So really this all starts with having the schedule in place and making sure that you carve out a little time for yourself every day. I recommend 30 minutes, but honestly, if it's only five just to put on the outfit, then I count that as a win for the day. The second takeaway is, Putting on an outfit you love is just as easy as putting on yoga pants. You just have to have the right pieces in your closet, uh, which oftentimes starts with taking an inventory of what you already have and then filling in the blanks of your closet staples of what you need. And my third takeaway is have some go-to outfit formulas. Uh, These can be outfits that you keep in an album on your phone or, you know, pieces that you already know that you have in your closet that you can pair up in multiple different ways. But having these formulas takes the guesswork out of getting dressed every day and definitely helps to to, um, lighten our decision fatigue a little bit.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much. This has been so helpful. And I wanted to give you the chance to tell us a little bit more about where we can find you and where you would suggest that women start if they're interested in getting more help from you with their wardrobes.
1: Yes, definitely. So you can find me at GetYourPrettyOn.com. And I actually have a freebie for the 3 and 30 community. We are um, giving away our stay-at-home mom casual wardrobe basics builder. And what I love about this one is that it is really geared toward the at-home mom lifestyle. It is only 20 pieces, but you can create 20 different outfits from those pieces. So this is a great place to start. And you can download that at Get Your Pretty On dot com slash three in 30 podcast. Um, Again, these are the go to outfit formulas that I have just gotten so much use out of over the years. And everything on this list is a pretty classic item too. So if you decide to invest in items on this list, then you will definitely get a lot of use out of them.
0: Well, thank you so much, Allison, for coming on and for teaching us more about this important topic. Thank you, Rachel. I hope you enjoyed that little extra dose of 3 and 30 this week, and that it will inspire you to incorporate simple but meaningful acts of self-care into your daily life, because you really do deserve it, and it really will make a difference in your mental health day to day. I am so grateful for you, and that's why I was really excited when our monthly sponsor Chatbooks... Offered to gift each of you a free book up to $10 in value as part of our collaboration. I love that there is a gift for you involved. Please take advantage of that offer and use the code 3IN30 before March 4th to get your free book. I want you to have a lovely photo book from me and from Chatbooks, so take advantage of it. 3 in 30 before March 4th at checkout. Keep up the good work in your homes, mamas, and we will see you on Monday for another episode of 3 in 30.